Thank you for joining me in today's podcast. And I pray as you listen, may the Lord bless you and reward you. Yes, the topic I want to share with you today is the power that goes behind the grace that is sustaining you. It is all about all our journey and how we work, the challenges we encounter, how we get money to do certain things, how we have sweat, we have invested a lot, and at the end of the day, we are not getting the result we needed to get in our lives. I want to talk about the mystery that is surrounding these challenges for so many people all around the world. Many are so close to wealth, but the wealth has no reflection over their lives. It has no any positive impact over their life. You can still see another man who's just moving around the street. They still maintain peace of heart more than someone we so close to well. So stay tuned with me as we explore the secret behind your challenges. Thank you. I'm reading Second Kings chapter 6. One day, the group of prophets came to Elisha and told him, As you can see, this place where we meet with you is too small. Let's go down to the Jordan River where there are plenty of logs. There we can build a new place for us to meet. All right, he said to them, Go ahead, please come with us. Someone suggested. I will, he said, verse 4. So he went with them. When they arrived at the Jordan, they began cutting down trees. But as one of them was cutting a tree, his axe head fell into the river. Oh, sir, he cried. It was a borrowed axe. Where did it fall? The man of God asked. When he showed him the place, Elisha caught a stick and threw it into the water at, the, at that spot. Then the axe head floated to the surface. Grab it, Elisha said, and the man reached out and grabbed it. From the context of what I have just read, we want to go deep into this mystery. And as we go deep, we believe the Holy Spirit is going to help us to understand this world better. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the grace you have given to us to be live today on this podcast with Festival of Fire. The harvest is much, but the laborer are few. And you have designed such a time like this. Thank you because everyone listening to this podcast today will be blessed. Every mystery we want to learn at your feet will be a blessing to our life. We will position that which you have designed our life to be through the revelation of your word today. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. Yeah, there was a time I had the privilege to take teenagers on a class regarding Second Kings chapter 6. And uh, after we have gone through all this class, there was a time we were doing some cleaning around the church premises and uh, suddenly someone's money fell inside a ditch of water. No one can step into it and uh, there were no equipment that we could use at a more at that moment to bring out the money and suddenly i had one of the teenagers said sir 
few days ago, you thought out what happened in Second Kings chapter 6, when they had acts that was borrowed into the river, and the man of God was able to bring it out. Sir, let us exercise the faith, and probably, maybe you threw a light on inside us, or something. Yeah, teenagers are always like that sometimes, because they are always curious about things. But uh, I let them understand the ministry of how God makes miracle work and the mystery behind everything. In life, there are certain things we might do to help, but the prophet Elisha was only seeking for an expansion simply because the place of fellowship was too small to accommodate the people. Just like when we also desire expansion in our lives, when a man and a woman are single and they desire an expansion, what next would they do? Then they get married. A man who has graduated from school and needs to expand, what does he need to do? He needs to look for a job. A man who started living in a one-bedroom apartment and he discovered that now he has a family and he needs to expand. What did he do? Then he needs to expand by getting a two-bedroom flat or three, etc. There are blessings in our lives that start little. There are blessings in our lives that builds our life towards the process of greatness. Every great thing today in life Start small and ask every great man who has ever succeeded. They will tell you how long and how many times they have failed. No matter the level of failure or disappointment we experience in life, or no matter how we tend to expand in order for us to be great in life, we must understand that everything works with the process of time. But no matter how discouraging or how frustrating it might be, we must understand that for something to be done and for your mind, body, soul, and spirit to desire the process to be adapted to your little beginning because not everybody's heart or body or soul and spirit are privileged to adapt with the process of their little beginning because little beginning to some people, they see it as a pain because why in the process of their little beginning they see other colleagues that they've been moving together who have achieved better than they do or probably there's an assignment given to both of them and one was able to get it right and the other was not unable to do that and there is a huge pressure because those who give you this assignment desire more from you everything works with a process of time at the end of the day, you see some people choose to commit suicide over nothing, over regrets, over pain, over sadness, over frustration, because you keep experiencing circles of failure rising and falling. You keep experiencing marital disappointment, relationship disappointment, job disappointment. You discover no one loves you. You discover no one cares for you. You just discover you are just alone in your battle. As we move forward in the book of Second Kings chapter 6, you will discover that you needed something to ease your process. And your journey will be like you are in pain, but you never knew you are walking through pain. You are struggling, you are in it, and it all seems as if you were not struggling. It is only men out there that will know 
you are struggling. And there are ways to which when what you actually needed is imparted upon you, people out there will now be wondering, how are you getting it right? People will come and ask you questions. Why you know that you are in pain, but there is something behind it that is giving you comfort to endure through the process. Therefore, Elisha seek expansion. He desire a change in his ministerial assignment. He desire greatness because expansion can be interpreted to so many things. Husband and wife are married and yet they are still seeking the face of God for the fruit of the womb. Some people are sick. They have made huge payments. They have committed themselves, get themselves involved in a lot of things so that they can find their healing. The doctors tried, but at the end, it seems nothing is still working out. They desire healing expansion because they wanted to regain freedom over their hair. What is it in your life that has gone wrong? What are the debts and the mortgages that is on you that you think if you don't get this right, this is the end of the road for you? Why will you take your life by committing a suicide in order to satisfy the debt that you owe or the mortgage you acquired that didn't work out fine or to satisfy a relationship that has been frustrating you? You must understand the value of your life. It was so precious. Your life was so much precious that Christ was sent to die to redeem your life on the cross of Calvary. Your life was so much precious to God that he gave you the moon to watch over you at night and gave you the sun to shine over you in the day. He gave you water from the sea. He gave you rain. He gives you food that what we plant grew up and they are being harvested and yet we still have all the amenities that we desire from God. It means it's a God who fulfills promise. It's a God who fulfills purpose. If all those things are not important to you, if they are not precious to you, God won't keep them for you. You might be thinking you are not the only one in the universe that the rain is working for, that the sun is working for, but everybody that God has created upon the planet Earth has a share in his inheritance and everything he has made. A breath of wings is a blessing unto your body. A supply of rain is a blessing unto your soul. Brethren, what is the situation? Elisha seek expansion. And everyone knew that they needed to work, but there was someone who desired to contribute his best for the expansion of the prophet's ministry. He was not having an axe. He has no money, but he knew that something would transfer to his growth and blessings. And that is why I was talking about humbling in your little beginning. No matter what you lack now, they will still come to you. Whatever you desire now, they will still come to you. What is very much important for you is for you to understand the sacrifices you need to make in order for it to be actualized. A lot of people, millions of people all over this earth suffer a lot behind the scenes of the mystery that locked up what they desire the most. But what I am giving you as an assurance is that no matter what you face, the devil who is our main enemy, who is roaming around day and night, looking for whom to devour, is always around our soul, is always around our heart. And whatever suggestion we are getting in our heart for negativity, 
you should know that is the voice of demon. Whatever that is telling you what you need to do now is just to kill yourself. Okay. Okay. What, what you need to do now is just to pick up a gun, go to where there are a group of people and just take a shot. When you do that, they will kill you or either send you to life imprisonment. At least you will know you'll be fed there. If you can't be fed outside, if nobody cares about you, when you get into the prison, they will care about you. They will offer you food, they will offer you, but you will enjoy your life there. The devil will make presentations of these things to make them real to you. You don't need to give in. You don't need to give in to the devil's reality. And that is why it is very important for you to know that our life needs to be anchored into the hands of God. When we fail to hand over our life into the hands of Jesus Christ, when we fail to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and it says every other thing shall be added unto you. If we don't act upon that wall as a tease, it means we are preparing our heart for two contenders, the devil's voice and the voice of God. But when you have already made a choice that Jesus, you came to die for me on the cross of Calvary and this is my life. I want you to be the anchor to my soul. Psalm 100 verse 19 verse 11 says, your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Let this word be a witness to my heart today. I want to serve you all the days of my life because your word is a light unto my path and a light unto my feet. This word of yours, I want you to guide me. I want you to direct me. Let me hear from you. When you do this, then you have prepared your heart to listen from one man, the Holy Spirit. When Jesus Christ was going, he said, the peace that I give, not as the word giveth, I'm going to send you a comforter who will teach you in all things. If you don't anchor your life to Jesus, there is no how the comforter will teach you in all things. You are lacking divine instruction just simply because you are yet to anchor your life for Jesus. The reason why you are not seeing why you, what the reason behind what you're going through, the reason why you are not getting answers to your prayers is simply because before prayer, you need to anchor your life and trust your life into the hands of Jesus. When you accept him, the comforter comes into you, gives you instruction over everything that you do. And whatever you encounter along the way will be a temptation. But no matter how the temptation of the enemy pulls, the word of God says, we rescue not against flesh and blood, but against evil principalities, in the high places, in the unseen world, in the unseen realm. These are principalities we are wrestling against. And it's what I'm reading verse 10. A final war. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood, enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirit in the heavenly places. So, if the word of God in the book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 to 12 can make us to understand the mystery of the enemies we are battling against, why killing one another, why fighting one another, why committing suicide, why involving yourself in things that you know that you can share 
with the next person sitting beside you? Why allowing yourself being used? Why indulging in things that hurt the heart of God? Why do you choose to hurt your neighbor? Why do you choose to hurt members of your family? Why do you choose to hurt the nation you are in? Why are you always eager to invest on evil things? Why are people always eager to, to introduce and to influence people with negative things? Why is the world choosing the wrong path? There is a path that leads to life and there is a path that leads to death. My fellow brethren, which one are you choosing today? Prophet Elisha chose the path of expansion. In the book of Ephesians chapter 6, the young man went ahead and borrowed an axe to cut down trees. While he was doing this, the axe head fell. Mind you, an axe head must always be an iron cast. I don't know if you think it's possible for you to, to use a rubber or a nylon to cut down woods. So I don't know if it's that possible for you, you know. But the reality is, iron sharpened iron. He knew that what he needed was an axe that has an iron cast, so that it would be, it would be, it will help him to cut down the stubborn weeds and trees. What are you using as a solution method? to the depression you are going through? What are you applying as a solution to get out of the depth you find yourself in? What are you applying as a solution to get out of the drug addiction, the adultery, the fornication, you know, all these bad ways of life? What are you doing to get out of cultism? What are you doing to get out of terrorism? Don't you know these are pathways that the devil uses to destroy the world? Would you yourself not know these things you are engaging yourself into? They are evil. If you value the nature that God has deposited in you, why choose the evil path, brethren? It is time for you to reflect on your life because nobody is going to take those decisions with you. Why you were coming to this earth, you came this way to this earth naked. You didn't come with any clothes. You didn't come with any form of evil that you already get engaged into right now. So why choosing that way of life? And the Bible made it known to us that on the last day, each and every one of us will stand before the judgment throne of God and give an account of the works of stewardship. The reality of life is the journey that follows next after the examination. We love administration so much. Do you know everything we do is as a result of a notification from the source of God? If you value yourself and you value the life of others, why killing one another? Why fighting war? Why engaging in art of evil? Why investing your money to cause chaos from one country to another? You think God is not aware of you? You think he didn't know you? I wish you know how order end up. But one thing is sure. Whatever foundation you build for yourself, it's exactly what you get. A man who is supposed to be in school and refuses not to go to school and he has grown older, you can't compare his life with those who went to school. You can't compare their speaking skill to those who did. You can't compare the opportunities they will encounter to those who don't. But meanwhile, it might not be education itself because we have seen quite a lot of people who have succeeded without having a good educational background. Yeah, But whatever you sow, you reap. The essence of what I'm talking about here is that 
when you make your life, body, soul, and spirit, a better one, that even your worst enemy desire your life, then the better the world is in a better place. Engaging yourself in witchcraft activity, demonic activity, occultism, evil principalities, those are the real battles we are fighting. Why do you allow them to use you as their instrument? Remember, some of the situations we are going through, they wouldn't appear to us physically to join them. They wouldn't appear to us physically to be part of them. But they influence our life in the spirit realm. Because when you were expected to make up your mind and anchoring your life to the one who is going to send the comforter to you, you fail to do that. So, Make a decision today. Choose whom ye shall serve today. Either light or darkness. Either good or bad. But whatever you do, remember, you're going to give account of this on the last day. And don't let this get too late before you put your life back to position. Before you put your life back in order. The miracle is the axe and iron cast fell into the river and the miracle appeared. <laughs> yeah, the miracle appeared. The man of God asked, where did it fall? The man of God asked, when he showed him the place. Elisha caught a stick. A stick. He caught a stick and threw it into the water at that spot. Then the axe head floated to the surface. I used to hear people take drugs for depression. And yet, people are still dying. Okay, come, let's get to understand this for ourselves. People take drugs and they have mental problems, they have mental issues. People get themselves involved by taking some kind of liquid drinks and they encounter mental problems. Can't you see the world is so fair to yours? Can't you see the world is unfair? Some people are manufacturing what we endanger the life of others just in the name of them making money. Why are you buying into that idea by investing your money to buy what is going to kill you? Have you ever seen where an award is being given? To the best smoker in the whole world? Have you ever seen where they are giving award to the best drug addict in the whole world? Have you ever seen where an award is being given to the best terrorist in the whole world? Oh, why choose this path, man? Why choose this path? Love conquers all things. Christ is love. God is love. Whoever does not know God does not know love. Why don't you choose peace? Disconnect yourself away from this evil life and anchor your life into the hand of Jesus. Drug couldn't heal people of mental issues, of mental problem, of depression. And yet we still have them dying and yet we still have them chained. It means we are applying the wrong drug or the wrong solution to the wrong problem. You saw what the prophet did. An axe head was an iron cast. It fell into the river. And the solution was a stick was thrown to the spot and iron cast hair floated on the surface of water. This miracle approved wrong the law of gravity. It means when you anchor your life, when you encounter problems, when you anchor your life into the hand of Jesus, he is the only one who knows the right solution to apply to your problem. The best solution that revolves around your life that gives birth to a mighty miracle 
that people from all walks of life will be ready to listen to your testimony. Are you ready to choose that part of life today? Allow your family to be happy about your life. Allow your children to be happy about your life. Get over that hunger. Get over that evil utterances. These are weaknesses that easily beset us. These weaknesses are not allowing us to concentrate on the real things inside of us so that we might walk along the path where we will anchor our life to Jesus Christ, why Christ will take over our life. And even when we were going through pain, even if we were going through situations, tribulations, his grace will always be there to scale us through. What a mighty God we are serving. If the journey wasn't reality, there are a lot of testimonies out there to your conviction. It is not the power of science that is giving us the sun that shines in the sky. I want you to know that. It is not the power of science that is making the moon to radiate. It is not the work of science that gave birth to the sea. It wasn't at all. This is the handiwork of God. The reality need to be told. And the part of reality need to be worked upon. And that is why you need to give your life to Jesus now. Because he's here to deliver you. He's here to save you. When you walk through this path, you will see how best your life will be for you. Thank you. God bless you. Let me pray with you. Father, I commit this, my listeners, into your hand. They are not my listeners. They are your listeners. I pray from now, henceforth, you will be the anchor to their soul. You will be the anchor to their spirit. You will watch over them as they make a decision to follow you today. As they have made up their mind to choose the path of love, comforter. I am sending you to them to take charge. Direct them right now to the fellowship that will uphold them, that will guide them more through the processes of salvation. Jesus, I release you into their heart and I command whatever situation that they are passing through right now. I command anyone that is under the influence of demonic authority I discharge them over your destiny, over your soul, over your spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, they are your people. Touch their heart and let them forever remain blessed. Amen. 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 We're happy you join us in today's podcast. And we'll still be happy if you subscribe to our podcast so that when we release any podcast, you'll be the first to get that notification. Let's walk through this path of saving the world through the love of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Hallelujah.